What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Episode 5, story time with Devin, my guy Zach, and me recording what you want to hear. Check it out. Okay, guys, what is up? What is up? This is Devin Osborne in The Big Spoon, Zach Spooner co-host and a part-time genius as y'all can see right there um and we are story time with Devin right now this is it guys we've hit episode five um i told you i wanted to keep doing this here it is zach is at private uh zach is at school along with me also being at school uh and we got the thug shades rocking we are feeling good we are thriving out here I am in my last semester of college, graduating that year early from a private institution. What a genius, trying to avoid that $60,000, $40,000 a year, the extra probably sixty in interest. <laughs> so trying to avoid that and cut that out. So yeah, we're thriving. Zach, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty well. Um, Just vibing. No. Yeah, Just vibing. vibing. Just vibing. That's, that's it. That's it, man. Well, cool, man. Cool. I got a couple things. Um, I, one, I hope all y'all are doing well out there in the podcast land. Uh, we're going to start cranking this up as soon as we can get Zach and I can get our feet bared. And maybe, I don't know, maybe it'll get worse. Probably will get worse, to be honest, because school is going to come smack us right in the faces. Uh, but that's okay. That's okay, because we're going to keep doing it, and we're going to suck uh, together, okay? Um, keep your heads out of the gutters. Um all right so oh zach i wanted to tell you i didn't get to tell you so i'm gonna tell you now this is probably good content or not so here i am dude i'm freaking uh signed up last semester i had four marketing electives to take uh, or three i believe four three to sign up for for school and here i am today first day of classes for me at january 25th here and I, I just because it's public, I ain't going to say who. Anyway, I signed up for said class for said teacher that I, I must have overlooked this past semester. All right. This past semester, I heard all these bad remarks about this teacher. I never knew this teacher, but he's apparently like the head of the program. And I didn't even like I've never had him, though. So I was like, all right, what? Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And uh I'm in his class um, for, you know, a marketing class this semester. And let me tell you, man, this class is all online. So I'm, I'm reading down the, uh, the notes and the announcements that he made. And I'm like, all right, this ain't, this ain't going to be too bad, probably. This ain't going to be too bad. And because it's all online. So I'm like, bet. He's like, work at your own pace. We don't even have to go live. He's like, work at your own pace. I'm like, bet. I got you, dog. Then I crack open this book, dude. I crack open what he's asking us to do for week one assignments. Dog, let me tell you, this man is asking. I, I kid you not, I would cast it right now, but that would probably be too much. All right. Um, the whole, the here's what he asked. January, by January 31st, which is six days from now, with five days if you minus today because today was class, five days from now, and he's asking you to read lecture uh, he's uh, sorry. He's asking you to read chapter one. He's asking us to uh, watch the lectures for the class. He says, in addition, read all or he says, read any of the articles that are listed below. All right. Now you think, OK, maybe there's a couple articles or like maybe there's an article. This man had 10 deep <laughs> dog. I'm talking 10 deep on top of a textbook wow, reading. Is- I, I mean, when I saw that. I was flabbergasted because I was like, oh, no. At first when I saw it, I was like, nah. You know, obviously he's not saying to, you know, read all the articles. Maybe he's saying, like, you read any of these articles in order to complete such assignment or something, like, that you would like. Pick one of these articles. Nah. This man had 10 deep. Eight of them were just hyperlinks to websites, news sites, whatever. Okay? And the other two were uh, PDFs. So, like... So, I mean, I didn't even bother to click on the PDFs. I was just like, nah, nah, fam. So, here's here's the situation. On top of that, like I said, he said to read lecture, or I'm sorry, to watch lectures. So, 
the lectures that he has are he has five videos for the whole week and none of the videos are under 25 minutes oh so my. five video casts and none are under 25 minutes on top of the chapter reading on top of the 10 articles to read on top of two other videos that he also dropped there and said to read or to watch i'm sorry that's just for five days and i was like woof so big jag for me i i jagged and uh was definitely mistaken by what just happened right then um so i'm i'm intending to drop that class and get into another one also just for those listeners out there who are like oh this kid's just dumb he's just taking the easy way out your boy uh, graduated with a 4.6 gpa in high school like uh i was never afraid of work but when i got to college i talked to a bunch of professors and i also realigned my um desires and it was like did i want to spend a ton of, I'm, my major's marketing, it's business. And I was like, do I want to spend hours and hours investing time stupidly into essentially nonsense that wasn't necessarily going to benefit my business ventures? Or, and Zach, you and I have talked about this a ton, or am I going to double, triple down on stuff like this, podcasting, even though this may seem simple, it's not just this, it goes so much deeper, podcasting, coding, programming, uh, marketing, social media, like actual things working, interning for people that are actually going to teach you practical stuff. Well, obviously, Zach, you know the answer as well as I do. I was like, I'm going to tap the brakes just a tad bit. And this is not like this is the first time I've actually ever dropped a class Uh, ever. Uh, Never dropped a class before. And this would be the first time only because when I talked to my other high graded reputable friends and from all the things I heard last semester as well, they said, yeah, you're doing a mistake right now, my man. Like, nobody liked this guy. I looked him up on Rate My Professor for gigs. Don't use that as a reliable source, but for gigs. And this man came in at a whopping 1.4 out of 5. And I haven't had a teacher that's been below 3. So I was like, yeah, I mean, it's not looking promising, you know. And I'd rather not spend the last semester of my college career, you know, holding a gun to my face, uh, you know, threatening <laughs> threatening the ultimate so uh, <laughs> i'd rather do something uh do something different um so yeah it, it's what it is it's what it is you know what i mean and all jokes guys all jokes don't don't freak out all jokes here uh, i try and be a little bit funny maybe maybe i suck at being a comedian but we out here all right um so yeah, that's me, man. I mean, what about you, Zach? Any 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 special sauce before we really dig into this pod? You got anything going? Your birthday yeah, was this week. Yeah, it was my birthday on Saturday. Yeah. Hey, everybody, everybody out there, wish Zach a happy birthday right now. Right, right, freaking out. You owe this man some respect. Okay, this man is genius. Okay, owe some respect. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, talk over about me. the talk genius over part. But, uh. No, so we actually, me and a couple of my friends, we got to go out to a place called Lake Sardis. It's a place where you can't slide, has like some fire pits and stuff. And the Big actually, 21, Big 21, okay. Yeah. Zach yeah. got wasted. Just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, inside jokes, guys, you don't get it. Zach and I don't necessarily drink. He might have drank, I don't know. Even if he did, no. I don't care. Um, but yeah, you go, go ahead. Sorry, my bad. Uh, no, one of my friends, he actually had a girdle you could put over the fire, so... A girdle you could smash. put over the fire? Yeah. A girl or a grill? A griddle. A griddle. Oh, it sounded like you yeah, said girl right there. I was like, oh, oh snap, dude. What are we, <laughs> cannibalism? No, no, nothing that exciting. Dang. <laughs> Let's not get into politics here. I mean, hey, come on, hey. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, so we, you know, we made some smash burgers, um... We made some bacon, s'mores, yeah. hot dogs. Nice, nice. All the good things. Yeah, so they, barbecue they me almost. A king cake. Okay, king cakes. Not quite yeah. Mardi Gras yet, but we getting there. We getting there. I think it was the only cake they could find at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to Walmart, man. Leave it to Walmart. <laughs> they always got the stuff that you need, supposedly, when you need it. You know what I mean? Uh. They did have some good hot chocolate. We got some nice hot chocolate there. That was good. Facts. That's Swiss Miss. Yeah, Swiss Miss, some yep. milk, and 
Over the fire? Yep. That's it, man. That is it. Well, good, man. I'm glad you had a solid time, and I'm sorry I couldn't be there. Uh, Guy Zach is one of my best friends, and honestly, he truly means a lot to me. Uh, I don't have many friends, um, and that's okay because I'm always in a small community. But the people that I do have as friends, I mean, I hold them to a high, high regard, and Zach is right there at the top. So uh, if you can, if you know him, if you see him, if you can drop a DM, a PM, a comment, something – let him know. Give him some shouts. I'd, I'd appreciate it out of respect for me and him both. Um, I appreciate that. So happy late birthday, Zach. And uh, can't wait till next year. You know, uh, this mm-hmm. was a 21. Uh, I mean, your 21's not far off either. Nah, man. Nah. Yeah, I mean, we got, uh, shoot. We only got like a little dang over near, a month. Yeah, dang near 30 days, man. I'll be 21 at 210. Um, that clock about to hit that double zero. Yeah, you know, guys, that's we actually talked about that with Zach the other day. Um, in the 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 joke that I was making about him getting absolutely wasted, the notorious joke that people do on twenty first birthday. I mean, everybody can get that. I don't need to explain that. Hopefully, hopefully, you're a human being, you can get it. But uh, you know, I would like to since we're on it anyway. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Um. And, you know, guys, the reason that, uh, dang it, I just got clicked out of a tab by not even choice. All right, there we go. I'm back. I'm back. The reason that, like, people, you know, they fantasize about their 21st birthdays, right? And, you know, it gets sad because we hear this time and time again, and we hear, uh, oh, yeah, you know, you got your 21st birthday. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. And then everybody gets their 21st so that they can drink, quote-unquote, legally, as if most people haven't already drank before that, if they intended to drink on their 21st. Uh, I don't know the statistics. Zach, you might know. But if no, we ran I don't them... I know in this case. If we ran them, I'm just going to go on a hunch to say, if anybody... I'm going to take off these sunglasses. Just, um, the, you know, these guys... I really hope... Side note, I really hope that y'all like these because these were freaking dope. I thought these were funny as crap. But it is what it is. It's time for him to go. And uh, I'll probably pop them back on later. But, you know, we got to do this for the gram. Anyway, um, if I ran the statistics, I would opt to say that it's probably fair to say most people who drink or plan to drink at least at age of 21 probably drink before 21 at some point or another. Okay, whether it's in college, whether it's before college, 16, 15, doesn't matter. And this is whatever it is about drinking, demonizing it, I don't care. What we're talking about here is the idolization of number 21, okay? And what I see is a lot of people live for that 21st, and then you hear the notorious saying, now that you're 21, there's nothing better, you know, like, you're, it's only downhill from here. And it's halfway a joke, but then we all halfway mean it too. And so it's like... When you start to think about that perspective, man, what is that is sad. Okay, guys? And what a sad way to look at it. Um, and that is why I particularly, not saying that this is right. This is right for me. But that's why I'm saying me in particular, I don't idolize birthdays at all. Whether I'm 20, 19, 21, 18. Uh, the biggest thing that I waited for was 16 because, you know, legally driving and I just thought that having a car was super dope. The moment you get in the car and start driving somewhere is the moment you realize, wow, this really isn't as cool as I thought it was. And then about six months later, you hate it. Um, because, you know, now you're driving to the store all the time for your mom. Now you're driving to uh, everywhere yourself. Like, it's good freedom. I mean, Zach, it brought you freedom, right? I mean, oh yeah, freedom. But then you got to drive six hours to college. And then yeah. you're like, man, yeah, driving is. Then you gotta drive your siblings. Yeah, and you, you drive your siblings. Like I said, going to the store every day, going here, going there. Yeah, it's it's what it is. But what I'm saying is, it's no more of a fact of reality than anything else. This episode is not sponsored by Coke. We were not that rich yet, uh, but you know, like we're getting there. So Coke, if you see this, go ahead and sponsor. All right, uh, we out here with Coke Zero. Number one zero calorie soda on the planet right there. Coca-Cola rules. Yeah, so I just wanted to say that, guys. You know, like, in all honesty, like, you know, 
whatever your life is like, just don't over idolize birthdays and things, something, something that doesn't make sense. Again, this is the same thing I talked about with the new year and the same thing I talked about with the new week. Like it doesn't matter if it's a new year or a new day, it's always a new start. So whether you're turning a year older or whether you're turning a day older, you got the same opportunity yesterday as you did today. It doesn't matter who's in the government, and it doesn't matter who's in your office, it doesn't matter. Like, we can all make excuses till the end of the world, but as it stands right now, we live in the most opportunistic society there is in this world to live at all, period. Fun fact, all of us here are in the top 1% of the world's wealth, even if we're the poorest person in America. Top 1% of the world's wealth. Name somebody who can't access internet if they really needed to. You can't, which says that you're in a very privileged position. So rant aside, um, it's what it is, but take every day as a, as a new day, you know. Nothing's holding us back. Nothing's holding me back, and, uh, you know, I hope that I can inspire some others to not hold back as well. Because, guys, it's tough out here, you know. Um, yeah. yeah. And, that you know, that... Uh, that's exactly what I've been talking about with um, the political stuff. You know what I'm saying? All this political slandering, all this slosh oh, fest, yeah. whether it be on social media or right in your freaking face. All right. I see this all the time. I mean, Zach, how much you've been on social media to see this slosh fest that's been going on for the past, what, nine months? But more so, you know, eternity at this point. Honestly, I just try not to follow political accounts. Stay out of it. Yeah. And guys, this is this is part of the reason I don't even get on Facebook. Um, I'm part of the younger generation that hits up Instagram first, right? And (laughs) as I look back, Quincy especially is predominantly on Facebook, which is interesting. It's just like it's behind some still. The youth of Quincy. It touches Instagram, but I feel like Instagram's not even a huge emphasis until you start to get to the younger crowds, like the real young crowds. Like I'm talking like 14 and up. But even then, like it's still predominantly heavy on Facebook for whatever reason. And uh, Facebook is just a different beast, you know, because Facebook is literally political poison just waiting to happen. Because people can write those like stupid comments like and they can put those little profile pictures like I support this or i support that and it's like instant just like i hate you you know so i mean it facebook's what it is i use facebook every single day and i'm hoping my power doesn't go out right now so if it does we really hate to see this uh, i think it's like possibly storming here um but yeah, you know, facebook's what it is i think facebook's a very powerful platform and so on but man facebook is a point like a a platform for political poison you know um zach i was talking to you about this and like what you see but this past week you know since the inauguration and everything man trump has been like sorry not that um this political slandering on both sides of the aisle, obviously since Trump has been removed and even prior to that, this whole election season, like it has been rough, man. Um, oh, yeah. Like, I mean, Twitter's lighting up. Freaking Facebook is. It's struggling, man. I don't know if you see that light flashing. You probably can't because I got this filter on. Man, it's nope. it's struggling a little bit right now. Uh, and I'm, we got hit with the storm yesterday. Dang, dang, dude! It got all warm all of a sudden, and like like at five like six o'clock at night, it started to get warm, and I was like, "That's odd." Usually gets colder at night. Yeah, the political slosh fest that's been happening on social is absolutely insane. I mean, when we have all of the people that we have. Going back and forth. We've got the two sides, three sides, four sides of America, all infighting each other to get their point across. And, you know, they think that they're some special whatever. And everybody's just at each other's throat. And I'm at the point, I'm like, yo, can everybody just like cut it out? Like, it doesn't matter what side you're on, whether you're for Trump, whether you're for Biden, 
you're for liberals and conservatives or what have you. Like, we don't care. I think think everybody's past the point of, like, caring. I don't want to see on Facebook your 15th political post about how Biden is going to change this entire world because we all know it ain't going to happen on January 20th as it didn't. And it hasn't happened yet, you know. It's going to take the first 100 days. I mean, this is notorious, Zach. You said it, right? The first 100 days, nobody does anything. You can't. Yeah, first 100 days is all executive orders, so it doesn't matter. Next president can just rescind them all. Exactly. First 100 days, nothing. Doesn't matter. So everybody looking for a savior on January 20th ain't happening. All right? Yeah. We got four years of this. Oh, yeah. We're not going to feel anything for like, eight possibly ten years like four years is absolute soonest of his initial stuff yep yep and to the other side for the you know the trumpians and this is again we're not getting political i don't care what my political views are to you the other side of it like again i like everybody's virtue signaling on social media right now thank god biden's in office and uh, he's going to change this world around. We got the other side with the Trumpian saying, you know, like at least, uh, you know, I don't like Biden, but Biden's my president, and I'm not gonna disrespect. And it's like that's great, guys. Like both sides, we're glad that we finally figured this crap out that we should have figured out maybe four years ago, maybe eight years ago. Now we're kind of all saying the same things, except we're not. But. We're all virtue signaling back and forth about the same thing. And guys, at some point, it's got to get tiring. Like, you got to be tired of typing on social media, being a keyboard warrior, trying to figure these things out. Because if you realize the effect that's happening, it's not been really beneficial. We're not doing much good. Like, let's be honest. If you want to really be, you know, influential, why don't you start something, get something going, and, you know, stop DMing and commenting on the 300 people that you follow on Facebook and just destroying people's days because you're just hurting people's feelings and losing friends because you can't come to an agreement over a 38 deep comment stream on Facebook. It's just not worth it, guys. So, you know, thoughts to think. Thoughts to think. Zach, you got anything I add on that? No, I mean, you summed it up perfectly. It's... I mean, it's all just at this point virtue signaling, uh, you know, saying that you know on both sides, and it's like, why why are we still doing this? Why are we still having this conversation? Yeah, it's yeah, just guys, like it's exhausting. Guys, we just had an even loss. All right, like either way you look at it, we all said this months ago when it was a joke because we didn't have to make a decision right then. During the elections, uh, we were all like, yeah, we both lose. You know, they're both not great candidates. They're both whatever. And maybe you think Trump was amazing. And maybe you think Biden is going to be your savior and Lord. Okay. But regardless of the fact, it's not like it's not like anything is really happening. And furthermore, um, just look at what we got. Trump was in for four years. Okay. Four years ago, all these liberals, you know, lost their heads. They're in for four years. They lost four years straight. Everything. And Trump got cut off in whatever fashion he did. And now Biden is, he's in for the next four years. So it's like they lost one. We lost. It's almost an even score. And the next score that's going to dictate who's winning or losing is the next election. Because we just evened ourselves out right now. You know, like, I mean, sure, you could say, oh, you know, eight years ago, and I'm not going to go into this too much longer, but guys, it's an even score, again, um, whether you're on it running a business, whether you're running your own lives, um, something to keep in mind, and this is coming from an audacious, egregious 20-year-old, but uh, check yourself before you start checking everybody else, because you're the most important thing, and you need to figure out what you're doing, and not what everybody else is, so... Think about it. <sighs> All right. Next thing. Next thing. Um, yeah, I just wanted to talk about uh, next topic. Uh, 2021. We're here. What are we, four weeks in almost? Yeah, yeah. almost a month. <sighs> 
I mean, with respect to 2020, like, are we all right? Like, despite the Capitol storming, has there really, which we all kind of, like, could anticipate. Like, it wasn't like this is ballistic, right? We've been living through much more, like, radical sort of, like, or not radical things, but I'm saying we lived through, like, much more ups and downs kind of times this whole time during 2020. So, like, that, it's what it is, um, and we're moving past it. But, like, is 2021 all right? Because it seems like we all just kind of been, like, living basic lives right now with the exception of Corona still knocking at our door here and there. I mean, what do you think, Zach? It's not falling apart too bad for me. Um... Again, guys, we're throwing out the election. Like, like the election is war-torn for a lot of people right now. And I just don't let it affect me like that. So it's just not going to hurt my feelings. Whether they win or lose, I don't care. Um, and, yeah, that's just because I don't let governments control what I'm doing in my life. But, Zach, what, what, what were you saying? I mean, 2021, it's... I mean... It's it's the same. Like the feeling is everyone's just used to coronavirus now. So there's that, but I don't know. Not been a drastic change. It's just people are more used to the unexpected, I'd say, honestly. Devin? Yo, you back? Yeah, I'm back. Cool. I you totally stopped for like twenty seconds right there. Um, this is great for editing, you know. Uh, oh, <laughs> nah, hit hit us again with that bar, Zach. Um, yeah, hit us again with that bar. Okay, I think I mean 2021. It's going fine. I think. I mean. I don't know if anybody expected it, but it's not like there's been some radical change. Like, our lives are basically the same. Corona's still, you know, knocking at our door. I think people have gotten more used to the idea of expecting, like, a new normal, expecting the unexpected mm-hmm. than we were in 2020, you know? Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. I think 2021's it's going to be a good year, but it's, like you said, it's... I mean, it's every day, like, uh, deciding what you want to do with your life. It's not just, oh, this is going to be a good year because it's going to be a good year. Yeah, that's it, guys. So, so I, in my opinion, if you want my hot take on 2021, um, really every year is, again, about what you make, and I can't stress that enough. But so far, I mean, like, there hasn't been, you know, asteroids coming down yet. You know what I mean? Like, we've had a... It seems like at least one week in 2021, we've had one week to breathe, depending on what you wanted to obsess over, I guess. So it just seems life is like pretty stagnant right now. Like January is usually pretty stagnant anyway, one for business for everybody. But like, it's just kind of one of those like, all right, here we go. We got out of the holidays, everybody back to work, back to the 95s, back to the norms, back to this, that. And I think at this point, Corona's become such a normalized life that we're all just living with it. Plus, it's gone on so long now that especially if we're talking about it in Quincy, there's not really much respect of coronavirus, you know, going on anyway. Um, there's not like a whole bunch of problems with it anyway. So, or I'm saying like, it's not like there's huge you can't you know there's very the limitations in our city is probably been you know people aren't exactly following them to the you know typical city maybe i don't know maybe i'm over speaking that yeah so um yeah that's it uh next thing the school cancellation I, I got a little feed from that from a, from a friend today. Popped up in my Facebook feed again. I wanted to touch that. Uh, I don't think... Did you hear anything about it, Zach? Oh, I honestly didn't. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll go down the story real quick. This is just... Um, today, I guess, January 25th, there's a school cancellation for um, just QPS back home. And... Uh, 
it Roy Webb, I guess, he wrote this long freaking Facebook post. Y'all should go check it out because this was amazing. Um, long Facebook post. And shouts to Roy Webb. I really appreciate that, man. He, uh, he, you know, he's a good guy. And the, the entire time that I've known him, he's really, one, treated me with the utmost respect. But two, um, he just seems like a hard worker. And I can really respect that from him. And um, obviously anybody else that's willing to put up that kind of effort. So, this man canceled school today at 5.30 in the morning, I guess before the time to cancel school uh, was, you know, before his cutoff time. He cancels it, they send out the classic Skylert uh, messages, the everything, the Facebook posts, the whole thing. They send it all out, alerts, blast on social media, and... The, the reason behind it was there was supposed to be, like, this ice storm, I guess. Y'all know probably better than I do. But, like, it was supposed to, the predicted weather was about to be bad. So he called it because he thought it was going to be by the best interest of everybody to just stay home and chill. And um, I guess he got a ton of backlash about it. I guess there was a couple of drop phone calls. There was a little bit of mixed communication and a couple of communication lines. And this man started to get a lot of heat, started to get a lot of hate phone calls, started to get a lot of, you know, you did this and this was dumb and so on and so forth. Um, and so this man wrote a fire post on Facebook, all right? This man wrote a fire post, all right? Uh, and I'm not going to read the whole thing down, but... Um, Y'all can go look at it for yourself. I mean, just go to Roy Webb's page. I'm sure you'll see it. But this man, he, you know, he started off being very professional, as he always is, and he ended professional as well. There was no turn to this. He's obviously a very professional man. But, you know, he, he basically told everybody, it's my decision to do whatever I intended to do, and I thought it would be best to do this today. And he'd cancel for the best interest of everybody. And he obviously did what every leader should do, which he directed this is good small business information. He directed all blame to himself. He's like, if you've got problems, I'm the one that makes the decisions. Please talk to me, not the teachers. Don't chew out the teachers. You don't need to blast anybody except me. You can talk to me directly because I'm the guy. Um, and then he addressed a few other things within that that I didn't find as important just because I don't care. But the funniest thing was at the end after you know giving out this very official everything. And again, this was official, but... Uh, and I will, I will pull this up just because I thought it was killer. Um, and here we go. Taking me a bit. Yeah, he says, so enjoy the rest of your day with your kids. Or, again, so he says all this stuff in the email. Um, I'm sorry about the problems. I'm sorry about anything. I hope you guys are all doing well. And he says, all right, enjoy the rest of your day off with your kids, or I am sorry you had to spend an extra day with your kids. So some fire savage oh. heat from the Webster himself. I'm sorry you had to spend an extra day with your kids. You know, yikes. Yeah, that's about all I got. That's about all I got, guys. I can't blame him. I can't blame him for the response. Wow. I can't imagine in a job like that where he's getting fire roasted every day of the week, I'm sure. Yeah, he's getting blasted. And, you know, he's got all these parents against him just because of the nature of the job. It's what it is. And also, I'm sure with Corona, I know there's a lot of demise and hurt. Uh, I mean, dispute about Corona as well. Like with the parents having to take care of the kids, watch them. And they, a lot of parents, to be frank, like... It's really sad because I feel the worst for the kids. Like, if you're a parent and you don't want to deal with your kid, like, that's your kid. You know, like, the government isn't responsible for taking care of your kids. And the government, by that I mean the school system, the public education system. Like, yeah, sure, look at it as free daycare. But, like, guys, I get we all have work and things. But at the end of the day, like, that's yours. That's not anybody else's. And... It's yours, you know, so I just thought that was a savage post and I wanted to shout out Roy Webb because I think he's a great leader and um, yeah, I just, it came up in the feed, so I wanted to mention. Zach, you got anything else on that? I really don't. I mean, yeah, that ending. <laughs> so, or, or he says, 
Sorry you had to spend an extra day with your kids. Yikes. Calling them out. Shots fired, Roy Webb. He's got him. My guy. All right. I guess we'll get into the main meat of this podcast. Um, sorry you have hid to listen to this this long. It is incredibly boring. I know uh, we have all of you know seven listeners probably. I don't know. I haven't checked. Actually, I think we got more than that. I think we were about 100. So we ain't bad. Um, we ain't bad at all. Um, but yeah, guys, what I wanted to talk about this podcast was um, let me write this down. Uh, what I wanted to talk about this podcast was the benefits of owning a restaurant. Now, Zach, what would be a benefit if you owned a restaurant? What would be a benefit in your life right now? Just, just toss some out. Just, just play with me here. Just play with me. Oh, access to lots of food. Right. Lots of good quality food as well. Um, let's see. Access to food. I mean that that in itself is that in itself is enough. Would you own a restaurant right now if you could? That's a tough question. Like eliminate Have school you? and all that. But would you like if you could have a restaurant, would you? I don't know. I don't feel I am qualified enough with cooking to be able to run it successfully. You don't have to cook. You don't have to cook. This is we're talking franchises. If Let's go franchise. If you could pick a franchise to quote unquote own, not even run, just own because they run themselves, what would you pick? Chick fil A. Chick fil A. Boom. Good answer. Good answer. Um, shoot, man. That would be mine too. That would be mine too. Yeah. I know they have like a 99% rejection rate for <laughs> people who apply to be franchisees. Fact. Fact. And sometimes that doesn't even work. They got a Chick fil A by me. And it's pretty mediocre, if I'm being honest. Um, as far as Chick-fil-A rankings, it's pretty mediocre. Um, Chick-fil- what an innovative business. Chick-fil-A is cutting edge. Um, not on everything, but on a lot of things. Cutting edge. Uh, I was just telling Lily today, honestly, before we actually started going to Chick-fil-A, because there's not one in Quincy, obviously. Before we started going there which was probably four or five years ago, three years ago, four years ago. Um, I never had Chick-fil-A sauce, and I still didn't for, like, probably the first year because we only went a handful of times. And I just got my typical, like, chicken nuggets with barbecue sauce because that's me, a classic. We were on a barbecue restaurant. I'm kind of a barbecue freak. Um, And flat out, like, I never had it because I thought it was honey mustard, and I hate honey mustard. I I just not about it. It's not for me. Maybe it's for you. I don't care. I think it's disgusting. So I didn't want no honey mustard. And they called it, quote unquote, Chick-fil-A sauce. And I wasn't going to fall into that trap, right? I wasn't about to get into that. So I never had it. And then finally, my parents convinced me to to pull out that CFA sauce. And you all know what I'm talking about. If, if you all can remember the first time you popped one of those Chick-fil-A sauces, that's like crossing the abyss to ecstasy. Like that's you. That's not you. Haven't traveled those lands before, and it's just not the same as any other sauce. <sighs> Point being, prior to having Chick Fil A sauce at Chick Fil A, I thought Chick Fil A was a little bit above average as far as it goes for restaurants. Like if I, I just thought this today, and I was like, whoa, this is true. When I just eating it with barbecue sauce, I was like, Chick Fil A, I, but it ain't like. It was just chicken, you know. It's like it's good chicken, it's reliable, it's cheap, and I've talked about many things that's great. But I thought about it after today, or I thought about it, and it was like after I figured out the Chick Fil A sauce, that's when I became absolutely in love with Chick Fil A and every single thing that they do. So we could take this a couple different ways. I mean, Zach, when did you fall in love with Chick Fil A? Day one. Uh, I know I enjoyed it a lot. Like you, I only went a handful of times. I was mm-hmm. on the tennis team, Coach Terry. Every time we would travel, always stopped at a Chick-fil-A. Had to. Had to. Unless it was a yeah. Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But no, I didn't have Chick-fil-A sauce until I think my freshman year of college. Or was, 
yeah, I think the end of my freshman year of college. Dang. Did it change everything or is it still the same? Oh, it was definitely better. Dang. Definitely See? better. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, it hits different. I told Lily, uh, Lily's, so I told Lily the other week, actually it's probably been a month now, I was like, yo, you haven't tried Chick-fil-A sauce still. We talked about this a while ago. I was like, she hadn't tried Chick-fil-A sauce. And I was like, you need to try this. And she was good with, I think it was barbecue sauce as well. And she was like, no, no, no. So she's like, I'll try it when you get here. And I was like, nah, like try it. She tries it. And to, na- like, to this day, we got Chick-fil-A today. And um, like she got Chick-fil-A sauce. And I think about it, I, w- I thought it was just natural because I was like, who doesn't get Chick-fil-A sauce? Um, but she never ate it. And then once she got Chick-fil-A sauce, that's all she gets now. And it's like, that's the same thing that happened to me. It's like, why would you need any other sauces? Chick-fil-A sauce is the bomb. So it goes to show you guys, uh, when we start talking about small businesses and how this is important and how it relates, um, when you think about that, Chick-fil-A for me and maybe not everybody, but a lot of people, maybe it was just another restaurant that was out there. Decent food. You could find decent stuff at it. And it was fast. And maybe it was a little bit more affordable. You come up with a number of things. But after really looking into it and seeing that Chick-fil-A sauce, after that is when I realized this is a whole new thing. And that, that's what can happen for a lot of people is when they realize when, when you have all it takes is one element, one piece of your business, one piece of your restaurant to change the whole game for everything. It can possibly turn your entire business into this mega world empire just by that one thing. And honestly, if I had to say most of that, if I ever ever heard people talking, I mean, the first thing out of their mouth is usually Chick-fil-A sauce in some way or another when they reference Chick-fil-A. So it's not just the one thing. It's obviously a collective of a lot of things put together that creates Chick-fil-A's atmosphere. But man, all it has to be is just one thing that can click and it can change your whole business or anything that you have to do with it. I mean, it's kind of like Apple, Zach. I mean, look at the iPhone. The iPhone as Mac or Apple was a computer building company. And then all of a sudden they broke out this iPhone and then Apple goes chaotic. Oh, yeah. You know, it's their yeah, cash they had, Yeah, they just had iPod and um, Macs. Like they yep. even cannibalized their own iPod sales with that iPhone. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, they really did. And look at it today. It's world leading. You know, so and it's really the reason that Apple, I mean, it's the main seller. Not only that, but it's like the. Oh, yeah. It's 60% Apple's revenue. It's the gateway to Apple, if you will. You know, um, my first device of an Apple device was an iPod, obviously. But that was because I was of that kind of generation. But now, especially, and if you were above the age of like 15, like the gateway to you was an iPhone. And especially now, the gateway to even kids under 15 is an iPhone. If not, it's an iPad, I guess. Um, So, yeah, guys, like it's the gateway. And as you see, like Apple has had the same effect as Chick-fil-A. All it takes is one thing sometimes. And uh, that can change your entire business perspective. (sighs) So what were we talking about? Uh, I mean, the biggest thing was one thing in your business, it. Benefits of restaurants? Uh, well, yeah. Well, like how one thing in your business can like change the industry. Mm. But it was before that, yeah, it was like benefits of restaurants and then would you own a restaurant? Ah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, to answer that question real quick, obviously I would pick a Chick-fil-A. I think it's a super money-making business and they got good food and good value. So I would be for it all day long. Um. But yeah, a few benefits. Like I just, I want to, I want to tell people. I've been going through some of the harsh realities, I guess, over the past few weeks of being in a business. But I want to lighten the mood a little bit, and I want to touch on, you know, some of the benefits of um, owning a restaurant because I, there's a lot. You know, that I'm gonna name a few and I'm gonna break a couple down. But obviously, first one, boom, free food. All right, free food is absolutely one of the best things about owning a restaurant, you're never going to go hungry. Now, this can be a huge downfall too, as it is in most of them. It's easy to get 
extremely overweight very fast because there's always free food at your access or you're at your excess and um, let's just say it's not always easy to not eat that free food especially when that free food is good which is my next point quality food you get to control basically what you make because you're the ones in command and so like if you want some certain dish it's not like you have to special order it i mean you're in control make it up you know whip it up right there so it's dope you get free food quality food and i'm gonna start going to a couple things that may maybe most people don't think about in a restaurant what do they have they have a dining room they have a kitchen they have a you know hose counter you know what else bathrooms right one thing in restaurants that people don't even look at there's these huge kitchens so like for us like whenever i don't know if you've ever tried to like prepare food at home for big events and stuff and you like oh man it's a lot to do like let's say you got before corona because that deleted this uh for most people but like pre-corona you had one of your family gatherings and you had 30 people coming over to the house even if you got a big house you still had tons of pans tons of stuff that you needed to fit in the refrigerator because you can't cook it all at the same time tons of people coming over tons of dishes like all this you can't fit it anywhere and you got tons of crap everywhere so like the biggest perk to a restaurant is you have big tables tons of pans unlimited space unlimited refrigerator space refrigerator space basically um freezer space like all this stuff that you might need that you might want to come into like handy with for like zach your graduation party you know even though it wasn't like huge you still like everything was a little crowded and pinched just like it wasn't mine like i was like crap you know we got all this food we need to prepare so man that's one of the biggest benefits is honestly getting that free kitchen that free kitchen free pots free pans refrigerators all that jazz it's pretty dope um Another thing, and the same, it goes same hand in hand. Like, there's this big space for get-togethers. Like, we've had a couple parties at the restaurant, Zach. Um, actually, you might not have gone to them. Maybe you I did. I don't think I have. I guess it was mainly like in high school when we had our little band, like saxophone groups. Sometimes we would um, come to the restaurant. Um, I guess the trumpets did that on their own. Um, yeah, we always went out to some restaurant and ate. Yeah, yeah. So there's that, but I was just talking more on like a specific level. So like we can essentially use the space whenever we want. And yeah, it's ours to choose, you know, so. Um, and really just like supplying, we can supply things that other people can't exactly do. So like if you're having a friend event, again, this goes back to refrigerator space and stuff like that. Like we can supply food pretty easily pretty cheaply and we can make it up a lot easier than we can standing at home over your stove trying to mix a pot and also kick the dog out of the kitchen you know um it's, it's a it's a quite a bit easier so um not everything is great but man there's there's some perks there's some perks and i'm uh, i'm gonna keep up this bit um you get to see people a lot i'll probably talk about that more next week like the the amount of people it's interactive um i'll talk about that next week more but yeah, on a restaurant, guys, there's a lot of bad to it, uh, just like any business. But man, like we got to do it for some reason. And uh, obviously, those are very extraneous reasons. But that's a little I wanted to go deeper so that you guys could see the less surface level other than, you know, seeing people, stuff like that. Um, these are the side perks that you wouldn't think about all the time um, that are a part of restaurant business. <sighs> Anything from you, Zach? I mean, not really. I can't. Never owned a restaurant business, so. Well, you're on your way, man. You're on your way. Neither have I, I guess, technically. We're in the same boat. Same boat. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, cool. 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 Alright, looks like... Um, yeah, yeah, guys. So I had a lot of good uh, 
good response, especially on the past couple weeks, but mainly this past week in relation to the podcast. I've had um, some news anchors reaching out, asking for some stories, things like that. And I've had individual, I've had, we got our first piece of fan mail. Um, shout out to Trenton. Um, really nice letter that he wrote us. And uh, like guys, he hand wrote this letter and sent it in the mail. So a lot of respect to him. And I will be connecting with him shortly, hopefully. Um, but yeah, guys, a lot of good stuff coming in. So we may not be making a whole bunch of traction yet. And we may be super small and we may be trying to deal with all of our problems as of like immediate right now. But we still got, you know, like we're still going, guys. We're still going. Um, And we're happy to keep going. So hopefully we can make this happen. And if there's some content that you guys would like to listen to out there, um, please like recommend it. Let us know like some insight tips things again we're still trying to figure out exactly what we want to be talking about all the time but we're a little bit of you know current events um in the city keeping you all updated on what's going on what the take is how it's going and we're also obviously with some political stuff or just like the current events in america we've really started taking on current events uh, in the past few weeks um talking about those so Gotten good response from it. Gotten good response. And uh, we're going to keep talking about it. So let us know. Drop some comments. Uh, let Zach know anything. Uh, we'll, we'll be sure to spice it up. So, Zach, what's the next thing we got on the uh, on the topic list? Um, next thing. Uh Looks like uh, the Super Bowl is coming up. Super Bowl is coming up. Okay. Yeah, shoot. Is that... Not a football guy at all. Uh, Is that the 7th? 8th? Honestly, not a huge Super Bowl guy either. That's (laughs) that's all my friends out here. Yeah. Uh, They watch games back-to-back. Okay. But, yeah, it's... Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs. Tampa Bay Although, Buccaneers. Yeah, you know, sometimes the Bucks, Brady and oh, Gronkowski. Facts. Now, I do you know Tom Brady? So, yeah, that that's quite interesting for a couple reasons. I'm probably spark off of that. Um, one, sometimes when people say teams, I'm just like, is that an actual team? Like, who one, who would name it that? And two, I've never heard of it. Oh, like the Tampa for the Bucks, never yeah. heard of them before. Brady transferred there. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> I, I know the Chiefs. Like I, I have, I've heard that, but and that one kind of makes sense. It, like I guess it just sounds more official. But the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that sounds like freaking a college football team. You know, <laughs> like uh, maybe I'm over, like maybe I'm overstepping here, but to me it just kind of sounds mad average. But Brady moved there. He got transferred. <laughs> Yeah, he requested the transfer. Requested? Yeah, he, was he wanted to leave. He wanted to leave the Patriots. Did they win the last Super Bowl or what? No, they got knocked out first round of the playoffs against the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> so was his move, do you know why his move was motivated? I think Patriots, they're old, the salary cap. Um, basically, they got to st- like go through the whole rebuilding thing with or without Brady. Mm. And... Also, and you think it's possibly motivated by like he didn't he wanted to prove to everybody that he didn't need the Patriots in order to win a Super Bowl. I could see that because I don't think he could have won. I don't think he could have got this far with the Patriots, not with the squad depth they have right now. Hmm. And the Buccaneers have some good uh, young wide receivers. Last year, their biggest problem was their quarterback. Hmm. I think he threw an insane amount of interceptions. Hmm. That's crazy. Um. I know a little bit about Brady and like the little bit that I know, you know, he's denied um, when he was getting drafted and everything. He was the underdog. Everybody basically denied him, said he wouldn't be good. And they pretty much kicked him to the curb. And he said, all right, I'm going to come out and prove y'all wrong, as he did. And yeah, now it's like 
he's doing it again. He like proved everybody wrong. And he's like, I'm going to be the best. And he's still the best. And now, probably, did he possibly lead Tam- like Tampa Bay to the Super Bowl? Would you say that? Yeah, I'd say he was definitely an important part. Tampa Bay's a good team. But they haven't really replaced... They got Gronkowski. He's also a veteran from Tom Brady's hmm. Patriot days. But they really have not strengthened the squad a whole lot. So they're pretty average. As they as get I, as far as I'm aware. Right. We're not sport experts, guys. So uh, this is just off the dome, you know, off the dome. Um, so they get Brady in. Next thing you know, they start popping up a little bit better. They're they're winning some games, and here they go landing a Super Bowl spot. I mean, if that doesn't say something, come on, guys. Like this isn't the Steelers who got Brady, and then now they're in the Super Bowl for the fiftieth time. You know, like. This is, is has Tampa Bay even been in the Super Bowl? I don't, no idea. I think, I I think they haven't. Have. I don't think they've ever won. At least, if they ever have been, I don't. Think I don't know if they've won. even been. Not gonna fact check it. We're all going feelings, no facts right now. Uh, just feeling wise, I feel like I'm. I'm saying right now, I feel as if, and this is gonna become the fact. I feel that they haven't been in the Super Bowl, so I'm gonna say it because it sounds better for a story, and that's just what it is. All right. That's no, what honestly, it is. I don't think they have. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, again, sounds better that way. So anyway, guys, a uh, couple things to touch on than that. Brady's a savage, one. And two, Super Bowl coming up, Super Bowl special at the restaurant. We're gonna have this banging special. Um we wanted to spice it up this year, guys. We wanted to bring a little bit better than your classic typical Super Bowl food. And yeah, we're we're breaking new ground. So, one thing that we're doing, our main special for Super Bowl, is going to be burnt in burgers, the famous burnt in burgers that went over swimmingly in Corona. Um, we've sold almost five hundred burgers now, and they've only been we only sold them for about seven days throughout the year last year. And we sold about 500 burgers total. So, they're pretty popular to say the least. But, I'm shouting this out right now so that you know what I'm saying. And, um, I don't know what you're doing for Super Bowl. But, you can order a pan of six burn-in burgers for a really respective price for all the work that we put into it. And, um, y'all can pass those around on Super Bowl day and have some good food. Not some trash food from wherever else you might order it from. Or, you know, you don't have to deal with cooking either. You know, that might be a benefit. Uh, But really, guys, nah, for real, we want you to celebrate with uh, some style and impress maybe whoever you're having over if you are, Corona. Uh, But uh, even if it's just for yourselves, uh, why don't you all enjoy yourselves, have a good time with some good food, because that's what makes a good experience. (sighs) Yeah, so stay watching for that. I'm going to be blasting all over social media about, well, supposed to be right now, but I haven't yet. So uh, keep your ears on anytime now. Um, In another sports world, we got Conor McGregor losing. Now, this is might be, this could be totally wrong. But, like, this is the second probably big loss, what I've seen, um, to Dustin Poirier. Another looks a little bit bigger. I don't know the actual sizes, so I might sound like a complete idiot right now. But he's a little bit bigger than Conor McGregor. Um, but Poirier, a very talented boxer, young gun, coming up very fast. I've heard him and seen him muscle multiple times. Um, but goes into the ring. This is the ultimate um, highly anticipated rematch between McGregor and Poirier. Poirier the first time gets slapped by McGregor, as everybody expects, because McGregor was on a domination trail, as he still has been. However, McGregor got smacked by he gets smacked by Khabib. Everybody takes like, oh, you know, McGregor has been knocked off the platform. So this time around, McGregor, he's a little bit more happy. He's a lot more foolish. Uh, or, you know, fooling around in the intro stuff. It's, it's good to see him like that. He's not all angry and everything. But this man goes out and gets cut by Poirier, like, pretty fast. 
Like, this wasn't like, a, oh, man, it was a close one. Like, he got kind of smacked. Um, and I know you all seen probably the wonderful memes float around out there on Facebook and social media land of McGregor on the ground. It's kind of sad to see because, you know, legend on the ground right there bleeding. Uh, but, yeah, that man was he, – he was looking a little hurt after that to say the least. <sighs> so, if you didn't know that was happening – a lot of people bet on that. A lot of people uh, paid pay-per-view for that. So if you were one of those people that paid the 40 some dollars, 30 some dollars for that fight, props, you just paid the UFC and McGregor and Poirier a ton of money in their pockets. Um, so that's some dope stuff, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Zach, you don't know anything about that, do you? Yeah, I basically know nothing about the UFC. Yeah, me neither. Me neither, guys. This is highlight reels like crazy, and I'm headline reading like no tomorrow. Um, two last things we're probably going to talk about, and then we're going to wrap it up because honestly, it's getting late. And Zach, I know you got to go, and I definitely got to go, probably. Um, Valentine's Day is coming up, so watch for specials on that. We're definitely going to be doing something crazy. Um, so check that out. We may not. We won't be open during that time, guys, but needless to say, we will make it an awesome night at home, wherever you're at, celebrating your own loved one's day. So, uh, And a lot of people, guys, again, it ain't really the time to glory up and gussify it up because corona sucks right now. So let's be honest, it ain't like anybody's really doing something amazing that night. And if you are, props, you know, that's for you. Props. I wish I could too. So, but I can't. Um, so check out those specials when they come up, and that leads me right into the next topic, which is reopening. Why aren't we reopened yet? And uh, essentially, when are we going to reopen? Those two questions are both very complicated and complex, and I could go on all night about why. But I'm gonna break it down for a few couple points here. First. Um, whether you like the governor or you hate him, I don't care. And to be honest, it doesn't matter. But um, we're not open yet simply because logistically it's a nightmare, for one. And two, I'll break these down. Logistically, it's a nightmare. And two, um, we're technically only open at 25% capacity. Not that, you know, the capacity restriction really matters since it wasn't really followed in the first place. Not that we needed to, and I'm not saying that like any dictator can make laws and whatever the political comments are about to go crazy right now, um, but whatever. All I'm saying is, is we're not open. One, we're just trying to respect the law at the 25% capacity. And two, it is also a logistical nightmare to open things back up. And at the state of corona as it is, my parents... And for the, bene- for the beneficence of my parents and the business, they and we, I guess, are choosing to stay closed because, one, it's really a lot safer for us just to, uh, you know, mitigate any costs or losses that have happened so far. Um, we don't want it, as you guys see this beautiful dining room, we definitely want you guys in here as I just spent a ton of time working on it. But, um, guys, we don't want to risk it for ourselves and our own health because then we got to shut down and then our income goes bye-bye. So um, it would take a lot to get back open. You know, we'd have to do the cleaning. And honestly, we're just trying to avoid any of that at all costs. We'd be short a worker, which, you know, it's hard enough as it is. <sighs> so we're trying to avoid it. All right. So if you're wondering why we're not open, it's a jam-packed reason. Logistically speaking, we have to change our entire logistics the entire way we operate, it's just not an ideal time. It's technically not legal yet if you want to be technical. I know political comments are going to go crazy on that. Um, and lastly, um, we're just trying to be safe, you know. And we're not super COVID conspirators or anything like that, guys. But if there is a chance, we would just rather avoid it at the moment. But we're going to be open as soon as we possibly can. When it's as soon as it makes sense for us to open. Um, but until then, we still going to be dishing out the same barbecue. Uh, 
to you. So we hope y'all will keep coming and keep enjoying it because uh, we do work hard for what we do and, and we try to get it done and get it done right. So anyway, Zach, anything else? Um, you got anything else for me? Uh, Any last I don't minute think thoughts? I do. How's this week looking for you? It's rough. It's tough. School wise. Oh, school's ramping up. School is ramping up. Was that today or is that uh, like this weekend? You just realized you were like, I got to put the thug shades back on, guys. Like I said, I'm gonna start this funny and I'm gonna end it funny because we gonna be funny from now on. All right. Um, I had enough depressing stuff with school today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's ramping up. Zach's in Chinese, guys. Uh, Zach, throw us a couple of Chinese words. Uh, although, you know, the city might overthrow us for that. But uh, <laughs> throw us a couple of Chinese words, if you would. Hi, how are you? Ni hao, jin ni zemayang. You hear that, guys? Do you hear that? That's freaking Chinese. All right, that's Mandarin, like the Mandarin oranges that you get out of the can. You know, you slurp those dudes up. My favorite kind of oranges, the only oranges that matter. And furthermore, he said, Ni hao. If you guys know anything about television, y'all know that I learned that word, and you should have learned that word from Ni hao Kailan. Okay? She said, My name is Kailan. All right? So TV can teach you something, kids. I don't watch it anymore, but I, it used to teach me something. Just like uh, there's all a level of Spanish that we all expect each other to know. Because, uh, you know, like if I say, What up? If I say, Hola, como esta? Maybe not the como esta so much, but probably the hola and a few other words. Fiesta. You know what I mean? Like, who doesn't know those words? You know what I'm saying? Que paso. There's, there's a level of Spanish in America that we all expect each other to know as, like, slang. I don't know if you can call them English words or not at this point. But, like, it's, it's pretty wild when you think about it. Anyway, thanks for those bars, Zach. Um, and influencing, um, one, bringing some culture into Quincy, as there's not much Chinese presence in Quincy as it is. So, um, glad you could drop that on us. Um, anything else? I think I'm good, if you're good. It's getting late, guys. We got yeah. class in the morning. I got an 8 a.m., of course. I mean, it's oh, mad same. late. We got 8 a.m.s every day. Yeah. Yes, sir. Anyway, we're going to get out of here. If y'all haven't followed us, I'm going to do this again. Shout out on socials. If y'all haven't followed us on social, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, we out there at FatbacksBBQ or some version of that sort. I'm going to put the links up there. Um, and if you want to follow our personal accounts, I should start adding those because we're about to get big in like four years. Um, <laughs> at Devin, <laughs> I think it's, I don't even know my own freaking instagram handle at devin osborne with a z which is incorrect but um at devin osborne with a z and it's what at zachary spooner on social at zachary dot spooner i don't even know if he's private i I think he's private honestly but if you if you friended him he might just get lucky and you might just get lucky and get him to friend you back right so um it's what it is guys and this has been episode five of story time with devin and Zach. Peace.